Welcome to Time Bandits. Time Bandits is the podcast where every two weeks we go back in time 25 years to the year 1989 to celebrate a film and an album from that year. It's the silver anniversary. My name is Greg Lagroger. More normal Gorg. A little bit of coffee still in my throat. My name is Greg Lagroger and I'm looking at Dan Gorman. Dan Gorman, what's the score, babe? Oh, man. How's it going? I asked you the score, babe. Uh, I'd like to hold on to it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm doing terrible today. I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm an absolute mess. I'm going to drink this far too strong coffee really fast and see if that fixes yeah, all my problems. I think you should. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see you anyway. What nice are you drinking? You. What you got there, I'm buddy? drinking uh, ginger ale. Mm-hmm. The Yush. Okay. Yeah. Good enough. Casey is, Lines. What have you been drinking? My name is Carter Larson. <laughs> What's the score, babe? Oh, Christ, if I know. <laughs> oh, Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know you what don't the, score know the score is right now. No. Well, you know, that's half your problem. You don't have any shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like if I had shoes on, I would know what the score is. You'd know was. more about something. That's probably true. Yeah, You'd know Well, either score. way, it's nice to see you and your feet. It's <laughs> always <laughs> nice to see my feet. <laughs> Turn my head and look at our special guest, Kurt Halfyard. What's the score, babe? Those feet are alarmingly close, actually. I know. <laughs> oh, they're it's just going to get closer. It's a different way to podcast. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these feet. Podcasting it's my freewheeling <laughs> hippie cast. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's my whole fucking <laughs> philosophy. Totally. Oh, my goodness. Kurt, well, before I choke on more coffee, why don't you tell your, uh, everybody about yourself a little bit here so we know who we're listening to. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I, I write for a bunch of film websites uh, like everyone else on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Twitch Film and Row 3 is where we host all of our mm-hmm. sort of podcasts or whatnot. The Cinecast is right. what we do normally. Very good. Thank you for being here. Very, very good. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's a beautiful day out there. It is. So you know? we're in a basement. We're in a, yeah, we came <laughs> yeah. to a basement to look <laughs> at some feet. Uh, which is the way to spend any summer. Yeah. But I am bored of the nice weather and the feet. Well, feet can come with us, maybe. Oh, I'm not bringing my feet. <laughs> no, no, you're not coming. No, leaving those fuckers at home. All They've right. been holding me back for too long. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, listen, I'm going to be lazy, and we're just going to use the fucking DeLorean this week. Okay. Yeah. Look, uh, you know, get in. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. It's 1989. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Today. I don't know what's wrong with my mind. I haven't had any sleep. I can't uh, think about things right. But it's February 17th. That's okay. what we did in 1989. It's a, We left behind the wonderful summer to join February in all of its cinematic joys. We could have gone to any movie we wanted to. We could have seen Three Fugitives. We could have seen Gleaming the Cube. We Ooh. could have seen <laughs> Deep Star Six again or The Experts. What's the expert? What? Ari Gross and John Travolta. Oh, together at last. Oh shit! They uh, go overseas or something. Uh, it, it's like they're sent to uh, Russia, Russia or something like that. To and they're like they're supposed to be actors and they're supposed to pretend to be American or they something. They don't know. They don't know that what's going on. They're like in a Russian town. That Is that the one that has back in the USSR plan? Yeah, I would yeah. Assume. it, it so would have to. Freaking yeah. way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think by law that was it has the pitch. To. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got this song. Yeah. <laughs> Write a movie. The experts. The trailer looks terrible. We got we got the song and we got Ari Gross. We need to strike <laughs> while the iron's hot. We've made back half of our money. No problem. 
Ah, uh, well, well, well. We also could have seen Tap or The Fly 2. I've mentioned that before. I don't uh, Fly 2. I don't want to watch that for this Was show. That no. Yeah. That's a horrible, boring movie. Yeah. All right, but we didn't see any of those. We saw The Burbs with Tom Hanks and a bunch of other people. We also listened to some Skid Row, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. The Burbs first. Joe Dante. Joe Dante, indeed. One of my all-timers. All-time faves. Joe Dante? Absolutely. Yeah, he's wonderful. I don't think that he's made a movie that I actively dislike. Sure. Small Soldiers? I think if that movie's on TV and I run into it, I'll watch it. It's fun. I don't <laughs> I don't dislike it. I, I don't just, think it's I, bad. It's not necessarily good. Either. No, it's just, it's a little like, all I right. even yeah. liked The Hole. I get it. The soldiers are small. I never yeah. saw The Hole. That was the his last good. one. Yeah, the that's a good. That was a gr- like a super entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. When they showed that at TIFF, they had the, the fancy like $300 yeah. 3D. I was there that? for that, oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, glasses and 3D. I'm in that like. 3D headache zone, right? And that was the first 3D movie of like, any significant length that I'm like, this didn't give me a headache. Yeah, yeah. That, was, right on, that was awesome right there. But Maybe it was the lack of CGI and shit like that. It's pretty, it's pretty good. But he focuses yeah. along 3D. I can't think of too many other filmmakers. Like, there's planes of focus. Yeah, where, you, you where like a that. door rail is kind of out of focus into the third yeah. D, yeah. and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know, he's from a different era of filmmaking, too, so I think the shots are going to be a little more well-established. Like, mm-hmm. 3D needs time for your eyes to settle. Yeah. Right. You know, on the on the images as they're happening, and uh, too many of the, the current 3D movies, it, well, they don't need to be 3D, but they jump around so quickly. That's, I think that's why, the, that's why I get headaches. Yeah. But yeah, and I, even uh, Looney Tunes... I get headaches from my rampant alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. That's, even Looney Tunes. I've, I've seen Looney Tunes. I don't mind that movie for what it is. What's Looney Tunes? They made is that with Brendan Fraser? Yeah. yeah. Oh, never saw that. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not great, but there's stuff in it that I really think is cool. Yeah. yeah, and funny. Well, I mean, he's best known for Gremlins and uh, The yeah. Howling. Um, classics. Mm-hmm. Without question. And I like his uh, his bit in uh, the Twilight Zone movie. It's yeah. super weird. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh, The Burbs... Uh, I guess, the, is this like the big, let's go make a big Hollywood shot he has? Like, Tom Hanks is pretty big at this point. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it was bigger the, profile was it the first cast that he's yeah. had. I, I would know. say. I don't know. You've well, got I don't Bruce know. What Dern was Bruce Dern? I mean, Bruce Dern is fucking awesome. Yeah, he's he's super busy. Busy. But, what but yeah, was what was his cachet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rick Dukeman, I don't think, Came was, and went. He, uh, was, he, yeah. he was a stand-up guy. He had, like, yeah. one burning moment with an awesome stand-up special. Yeah. Landed yeah. this part. Yeah. And then evaporated. Which and is crazy so. because he's... No, he's <laughs> great in this movie. He's like a John Candy. Yeah. I get enough of him in this. Huh? You I can't get enough of him. In no, I think, I, like the, I think he's the, great. The first scene where he's like in the kitchen eating all the food the and stuff. Food, it's the, such oh, a it's such an easy scene. It's just like okay, he's gonna eat a lot. Even yeah. that guy's hungry all the time. Oops, he eats dog food or whatever. But it's <laughs> the performance of him. I'm just like, just keep eating. It's so funny. I don't care. <laughs> like, that was such a that was such an '80s thing to do. It's like ah, it's a fat guy. A fat guy loves food. Well, a pineapple, a meatloaf. Oh my god, <laughs> it's the choice and maple syrup. I yeah, think. it's not even real maple. Well, he's syrup. eating. Yeah. He's eating. Uh, He's eating his second plate of breakfast, and he's not even through it. And he's like, "I gotta get some fucking pineapple." Yeah. <laughs> and he puts the empty syrup back in the fridge. I love that. Yeah, and gets out the full backup. Yeah, and, and he's all good. But the look he gives uh, Carrie Fisher at the end of that—like, there's got to be a way to get out of this scene. Yeah, yeah. And it is. There's so many price, like reaction shots or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But this movie is wall to wall with the best reaction shots. Yeah. yeah. 
We, yeah. had, we had all seen this before. Oh, we yeah. had. I saw it in the theater but and uh, rented it a bunch. I, I'll say, I've only seen it once. I saw it once when it came out, and it was not my favorite movie. When I was a kid, I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then watching it again for this, I was like, oh, my God, I <laughs> fucking love this movie. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I, I saw it when I was younger, and I remember enjoying it because it was goofy and stuff, and yeah. then I revisited it again when I got to high school, and I really liked it. Yeah. And then I've seen it probably a handful of times. I've, it's always been one that I've really liked, but... I think I actually got to see it with uh, Joe Dante at at the Bell Lightbox. I was there. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, and and I just remember being like over the moon that I got to see him do a Q and A afterwards, mm-hmm. and and that was the screening when I saw that, and I just remember everything that was funny in it making me laugh so hard. Yeah, yeah. just being like, oh wait, like I think it, like to, for me that I fucking love this movie. It's, yeah. I love it. Yeah, and the, I there's don't know. there's so many little subtle throwaway lines in this movie that uh, that that I caught yeah. on my second go around, and and like I'll probably watch this movie again within the year. Yeah, it's just so fun. It, to it's watch a it. really cozy watch. Like it's really yeah. easy to. Yeah. You know. At first, but, I really didn't like. Uh, I was kind of put off by Jerry Goldsmith's score, but with uh, the dog, like rrr, rrr, rrr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, all right, I see what you're doing, and I don't like how wacky you're. Yeah. Doing. But eventually, the two, the the, the film and the score match up, and, yeah. and it yeah. becomes fucking fantastic. Well, the score is the film in the sense that there's like nine different scores. Yeah, yeah. Comedy, yeah, yeah. which is the way this movie. Switches yeah. and contorts. Right. It's all not, throughout it's it. not shocking sure. that when this came out, that it was both popular at the box office and critically like maligned. Like yeah, not, people not maligned, did, not annihilated. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. If Rotten Tomatoes existed when this came out, it'd be pretty and low. The web didn't. It would be zero. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think I wrote down Vincent Canby's review. He said he called he calls it. As empty as something can be without creating a vacuum. That's like, <laughs> that is mean. <laughs> That's just straight up mean. Uh, um, well, you know, some movies are a time and place thing. Like, they don't age well, but some things need to be maybe a little removed from their time period to be appreciated. Because yeah. I wasn't yeah. crazy about this in 89. Yeah. When I saw it when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah, yeah whatever. No. It's fine. Yeah. I was. I didn't understand why it was so hated. And I, I yeah, think it's interesting. Means, but I was like, nuts about it, but the more I watch it, the more I like it. Yeah. yeah. So you came into this when you came in to watch it. Now you're like, I, I like it, but yeah. did it like grow with this rewatch? Yeah, I, I liked it. I watched it um, two years ago or something like that when I had a really bad flu and I was just kind of like lying on my side, <laughs> staring at it, like, what is I going think on? I like stuff in this, but uh, so I was a little like expecting kind of a lukewarm, yeah response from it this time but i really actually quite enjoyed it more than i, I have in the past yeah i've always generally liked it but I, I i used to kind of feel like the tone wasn't quite landed between scene to scene like uh the, the how the opening shot works in this sort of like tim burton's already happened and so that kind yeah. of felt a little ap of tim burton's you know suburbia look or whatever yeah um and but the, the rest of the film doesn't right quite hold that tone yeah but i i realize that it's just that's an opening shot and the music eventually settles into itself and yeah it is what it is and it kind of holds together and uh, and cory feldman's all right <laughs> yeah I, yeah i found him actually quite likable yeah. and i was like oh remember when i, I didn't you guys fucking want to like the cory guy like, <laughs> no, I, no, we just like to rip on them ah, so. yeah i think like for me the burbs like it's such a triumph of, of performance for me because I mean I really like the script and stuff, but I can understand why at the time people were like it doesn't fit together. It's shaggy. It kind of yeah. like it's a lot of set pieces and gag and stuff. But like 
Tom Hanks in this movie mm-hmm. is fucking so funny. Oh, yeah. Eating that sardine that's, with... That's uh, Oscar. That's, there's no Oscar. Even the Captain Phillips and all that yeah, kind of stuff yeah. where he's like... The expression on his face it's, and how, and how fucking dead-eyed and disgusted hell. he is at the yeah. same time. And I think it's a lot to do with how much eyeliner they stick. Like there's <laughs> shots in this movie where the, he's just got crazy eyeliner on his eyes. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of vacillated between, like, I had such a good time watching this, but I also kind of felt like I wanted a little bit more social commentary. And I feel like an asshole, like, like saying that for, like, it's a Joe Dante film. It's supposed to be, you know, like, kind of, f- like, a fun kind of adventure thing. Yeah. But I almost wanted a little bit more of, like, of these dead suburban guys desperately trying to find adventure in their backyard, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't quite get that. And like, especially you're at not the wrong end, for wanting more of that. I think you're right. Yeah. I think these are the things that kind of kept me not loving this movie for a lot of years. Is like I kind of wanted a little bit more, more, more of what they were going to do, or more background well, to something. I think or, instead of meat. going the little children route yeah. of or happiness or whatever, mm-hmm. like movies where yeah. the, the, the American Beauty or whatever, where the suburbs is just depressing they actually went for a men regressing into children yeah that's, yeah that's oh yeah and there's film. a couple of not shots the, where you know the, where they're asking suburbs are soul crushing it's yeah just, it's just this arrested development long before the man child but i wanted really to see right i wanted to see why they why they needed to regress into childhood again like i wanted to see to see their they're just getting fed up like is this it is this yeah. the rest of my life mm. and 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 sort of like uh, trying to find something out of that. Yeah. yeah well yeah. there was a whole uh, apparently a whole subplot deleted from right. the film with his boss where he was like fired and not telling his family i was wondering oh, really? about that because it feels like he because they, they don't they just dance around the why he's at home and he just wants he's yeah. really weird about it off the you know off the jump so mm-hmm. um but what like I, there was I, I i won't say it's a perfect movie by any means and it did it does leave me desiring things like i really like the little moments when it does get because joe dante's got a looney tunes thing in his yeah. filmmaking mm-hmm. big time oh for and sure. it pops up here and there and i just kind of felt like there wasn't enough of that to really Really? Because so I, oh, I find this movie so... For me, I don't I find know if it, it is. Yeah? Like, okay. uh, like uh, to really get moving with it, with, like, you know, the the, the, the cutout of his body, of uh, Rick DeCamp's right. body when he yeah. falls through the, the roof of the thing, or the uh, when they when they realize the dog, the, uh, the, 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 the bone the dog has, and the hard zoom in and out yeah. of their faces yeah. while they scream. Like, that kind of stuff I would have, like, yeah. liked more of okay. in this movie. I He's I much find, yeah. more in the Corman-esque... World yeah. than yeah. the Looney Tunes. I don't know if you can separate that with him, but he's right. more in that like B picture, yeah, like where everything is told with zooms and huge musical cues, yeah, and yeah. and large. Um, large real sets. Yeah. Oh like, man, the zooms on these things are great. Those, yeah. those reaction shots, as you were saying, like <laughs> there's so many good pull in on Tom Hanks' face while he puts something together. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really great. Totally. <laughs> but I, that, I mean, I'm nitpicking because I really like this movie and it's really fun to watch. And again, I'll watch it many more times in my life I'm certain yeah. you know but, but it's uh, not but it's it's almost not a fully realized movie and sort of charming in that it's not mm-hmm. but it's because they wrote it as they went yeah so yeah. they the, the actual screenplay yeah. was called Bay Window and it was a mock like a rear, rear window like a suburban really? rear window right. yeah. and Joe Dante said well that's no good like that's too obvious or <laughs> yeah. whatever so then and the writer strike there was some sort of thing going on so they they actually improv shot it in order did the whole yeah. shebang with that oh that's weird because yeah. I, I read something about the uh the writer um 
Dana, Dana, Dana Olson, saying that uh, that he wrote it uh, uh, as sort of like because he lived in sort of sub- uh, suburban yeah. area and and like you you know you'd hear these stories about you know two two streets over there was a guy who you know murdered yeah. his family with yeah. an axe kind of thing so like that kind of like weird creepiness within the banality of suburbia kind of led him to write this screenplay particularly so I don't know I mean I was on Wikipedia maybe <laughs> somebody just made that shit up um, no that I th- I read that too somewhere else yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think because there was a writer strike and the writer was on set from what I read but couldn't actually like contribute well, so yeah right him, they cast him as the cop yeah he's the cop that hauls dukeman around at the end so. yeah oh really so uh, he's on set, set so then they could talk yeah you know, right writing right. Yeah. yeah but then yeah they, so they like you said they shot it in order and then i know john joe dante has gone on record saying like a lot of his favorite parts of the movie came from like bruce dern you know making things up in the scenes or yeah. whatever so but i mean you do you can kind of feel that like i think that does sort of add to why it is sort of a shaggy movie in terms of yeah. like structure and stuff it's a little loose and i like that yeah, yeah. I, again that that that's so much of the charm of this movie i think yeah yeah i guess you can sort of see it too i i didn't know that but uh, like is it how things sort of the reincorporation that does come in is only in little chunks of it yeah so like i mean that's what if you were laughing about that that week totally <laughs> yeah you know right. yeah i really like when it gets to the point like i like how Corey feldman's character just like views his neighborhood as like a tv i show. was thinking about when that he finally today. gets all of his friends out and then there's all the like you know bruce Dern falling off the roof and firing the gun yeah in the car window and they're all like yeah yeah and like you know the ambulance driving into uh rick to front door like, yeah like, i like that <laughs> The peanut gallery just like enjoying the chaos, yeah. you know. I just like how ridiculous Nikki Cat looks. I know. <laughs> oh man. From that to Dazed and Confused in five <laughs> yeah. years. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Yeah, I really like because I think Corey Feldman. It's fun to think about this as the same year as Dream a Little Dream because yeah. I feel like he's actually like I mean he's not doing anything super crazy away from what he's done before, yeah. but I feel like he's he like. He somehow sells that character, even though it's a Corey Feldman character. Yeah. Like well, I believe he, he doesn't look as stupid. He, yeah. his hair isn't disgusting. But I believe that like he would have. He does have a subsequent uh, like series of Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he still doesn't on. look as stupid as he <laughs> does in Dream a yeah. Little Dream. Yeah. Like, because not, it's tempered. I just think yeah. he needs a good director to yes. go. Okay, settle down. Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's been good in movies. He's in a lot of yeah. There was a web series or something that was oh, terrible, really? but mm. it was... Joe oh, yeah, thing. Slashers or something. It was terrible, yeah, but yeah. did Gremlins and whatever. He yeah. sells that tan line joke, that... Yeah, no tan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, like I like you think. Oh, there's a movie from the '80s, late '80s, with like a metal love and kid in it. You're assuming he's probably gonna want to watch MTV or like TV. He's probably yeah. addicted to TV. But the way he, I don't know. There's something believable in his like. This is better than that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, like, like Feldman can be good, man, because he's been in good. He, you know, Stand by Me is great, and he's very good in it. Yeah. He's fine in the Goonies too, and uh, yeah. Gremlins and stuff. I think with the you know of the two Corys, I think he's the oh the, the yeah <laughs> the w- better w- willing to try. More? He's the substantial Corey. <laughs> <He's>, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I saw this uh, with Joe Dante, he told a really good story about how because this was shot on the back lot, the Universal back lot, mm-hmm. it was so close to the Jaws ride that the sound of the Jaws ride and people going like whoa when the shark came like got on like the audio like, they had <laughs> problems where they had to like wait for the Universal tour to come through and be like this is our back lot they're shooting a movie and they're like fuck like <laughs> it wasn't awesome Wal- Walter's house is Desperate Housewives yeah uh, Ricky Butler's house is the Munster's, the Munsters. house like, oh, I mean, oh, there's cool. a lot of 
history oh, and and suburban history, which is yeah. it makes the like <laughs> this weird like I don't know suburban mojo stuff going yeah, on. The yeah, the street yeah. name is the street from Leave It to Beaver or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's awesome. There's a lot of yeah, it's a like, trivia movie. Totally. Yeah. Like a trivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Bruce Dern, fuck, so good. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Dern's the best. I don't so know. Weirdo. Yeah. I actually, for some reason, when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, Br- Bruce Dern, even though I've seen it a bunch of times. I don't <laughs> yeah, know why. Yeah. I all of a sudden clicked like that it was Bruce Dern. I don't yeah. know. Well, when you're a kid watching this, it's like, yeah. who's that weird old man? <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, weird old man. <laughs> yeah. You get older and become a big film nerd. He you go, poop. oh, Bruce Dern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy really hates poop. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I like the scene where they go, where they first go over to the house. I feel like it starts to get pretty goofy there. When they first go With over the and bees? they get inside. No, sorry. When they first get in. Okay. And Carrie Fisher brings him over. I think Carrie oh, Fisher's yeah, yeah. really great in that scene. Where, yeah, like, I like Carrie Fisher in this movie. She's yeah. great in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Her look to Tom Hanks to eat the sardine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, come on. She's so much more motherly to him in this movie than, yeah. than a wife. Like, I mean, there's, you know, there's the obvious points where... Uh, Bruce Stern and Rick Dukeman are like, can you come out and play? Yeah. And she's like, I gave you my answer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she gives him this look like, you're going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Tom Hanks is so great in that scene. Oh, so my God. The weird sneezing fit to when he's getting. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Is he like allergic or what? Like, <laughs> that is some good sneezing. Yeah. Foley. And great oh. audio. Like, the, the, the pickup of the sardine is. Oh, it's so <laughs> gross! And I the, was the glistening of his fingers and the chunks. Of oh, shit there's like shit on his fingers. After, yeah. oh. I've never eaten a sardine in my life, but no. I imagine it is awful. Oh, I, can't, I can't imagine. And who knows how long that can was in there? Yeah. Oh. Decided to how many takes did he do with that? Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, there, there's one like again. It's like these little throwaway lines that I don't know if they're in the script or whatever. Apparently, there wasn't much of a script, but uh, when they find the femur. Um, and uh, uh, Rick Duke comes like, uh, do you know what that is? He's like, it's a bone. It's a femur. Bone. It's a femur bone. Fucking <laughs> 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 like delivery is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is so funny in this movie. Um, I just had a scene that I wanted to bring up with him in it. Oh, the the scene in the basement where he's telling him all about the stuff from the book or whatever, and Tom Hanks is closing his ears or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like that. Some of that had to obviously be be improv too, but it's so like Satan is great. Satan, Satan is your pal. pal. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that that was when I was a kid when I came away from this movie. That was my favorite thing. Yeah, it's you know? a great Satan takeaway. is good. Satan, Satan is, is my your pal. pal. No, yeah. the, the speech with the holy water is hilarious. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. the whole thing is like. We need holy water, but only because my uncle can get me a deal. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, I we love you. We, we need unless we need we're no gallons some of sort holy of discount. Water. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I read some reviews that said the movie kind of fell apart when they got Carrie Fisher's character to leave. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. it because they, they said there wasn't really a good reason, they just kind of like she leaves and then they have their crazy time and it falls apart at that point. Do you guys agree with that or? Uh, no, I don't think it falls apart. I, I think it would have been it. it could have been more interesting if, if he had the constant threat of his wife yeah, uh, catching him doing crazy shit. But at the same time, I mean, he would have been doing all that stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it fell apart. Yeah. And these movies can't exist with women in them. It's as weird as that sounds. Like yeah. the guys need to get stupid group of guy uh, together ideas. Yeah. Like there's these there's this Finnish movie, uh, Rare Exports. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. The, someone asked at the Q and A or whatever, like why why are there no women in in your film? And then with the typical Finnish deadpan kind of look, he goes, 
because then I would have no movie because mm. they would stop them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like when they're getting in there and uh, you know breaking into the house, yeah. and whatever. They, yeah. It would be really hard if she was like. She would eventually unloading put her foot the dishwasher down. in the in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah she big. Yeah, <laughs> you're not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Someone would be logical if yeah, <laughs> right. if we allowed that. That's, I guess. Yeah, don't, totally. don't you find the kid really weird in this movie? Like he's kind of in the movie a little. He's yeah. not really. Oh yeah, the, he has got like one scene where I'm like, oh, that kid's kind of funny. And well, they do the Uncle Buck scene right where they're both like eating the food together. Yeah, and, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the, the beginning when he's talking about he's he's the first one that sees the Clopex outside, yeah. and he's like. I'm up on my roof with my uh, telescope or whatever. And I was like, they all just, they're all like, okay. Yeah, he, yeah. He was up on the roof in the middle of the night. I kind of thought it's that they 80s should. 80s parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what that's what we did in the that's 80s. Right. We sat on our my, roofs I with t- fucking I, telescopes. I watch all these movies with my kids and they'll like see like kids smoking or swearing or just like <laughs> fucking off and doing whatever. I'm yeah. like, that was, that's Haiti parenting. That's yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that what decade. goes on. You know? and you're like, but I can't let you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. his '80s parents were terrible. Well, because now I would be arrested. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you shown them the burbs? I assume, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 and yeah. what do they think of that? Oh, they they, they like that. I think you got to be actually as wacky as the burbs is. All the real good humor mm. is at adults. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's one sure. of those like. Like all the really like there's slapstick and like yeah the whole B sequence is phenomenal yeah, yeah but but the real like what ties the whole thing together is this social behavior which which these mm-hmm. guys are uh, they make the motions but they really don't do it yeah. yeah yeah and that's what like when when they're in the house and and Bruce Dern just says screw it like we're dropping all pretense yeah, yeah. On this visit that's funny like yeah you know is. how many times are you ever in a group where someone just like loses all control yeah <laughs> which he which he <laughs> didn't just, really I'm have from the be, beginning what do you got in the cellar <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah um, the so the family we haven't talked about them really yeah 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 courtney games uh is um just a terrifying looking human being anyway <laughs> so he was fucking great that ad lib line is the perfect description of him Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the, um, and the blood that's paint or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I like the bee scene too because I was like, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, Tom Hanks running from bees is, is a thing that happens in movies. Yeah. <laughs> it happens in the Money Pit too. Yeah. And it works then as well. I mean, I, it's yeah. A, it's the, the funniest part, part of the Money great. Pit. Well, that's why they hired him. You, you ever see this guy run from bees? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Just write a movie around that. Yeah. <laughs> give a shit what it's about. There's yeah. something get a bee about, scene like, to, like, it's easy to forget as so, because I'm pretty young. And I know that, like, I saw this movie when I was pretty young too, but, but every time that I go back and watch the early Tom Hanks movies, mm-hmm. It's just like it's easy to forget like the things that I didn't like about him, like with Forrest Gump and stuff. Like yeah. when I was becoming a, into film and stuff, and being like, yeah. "Oh, Tom Hanks, yeah, oh, Forrest Gump, whatever." It's easy for me to forget. Like, oh no, he's like one of my favorite comedic performers. Yeah. When I yeah. go back and watch this, oh yeah, I go back and I watch Big Bachelor even, Party, Bachelor Party, mm-hmm. even in movies like uh, Dragnet, which I think has a lot of funny, interesting stuff in it, but isn't really a good quote-unquote movie no, no. It's, but not a good movie but you go back <laughs> i go back and watch that movie and i'm like no but he is selling it yeah fucking yeah. brilliantly He's so likable and the money you know? pit yeah i, I, I money quite pit. like money pit money yeah Pit's, uh, i have not seen that movie in forever yeah, it's still I, got yeah. some good, good stuff when he gets stuck in the, the floor and oh, the rug that whole <laughs> sequence is the greatest yeah like 
It's the movie that taught me the Hey Banana Nana game or whatever, where he's stuck <laughs> in that. That's the only scene yeah. I really yeah. remember from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that, they, they just play that out. Like, he does like 10 names. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like when you listen to him talk about being in movies and stuff and mm. then you read like about how him and Joe Dante came up with the whole like he's fired and we're not going to tell him that ended up getting cut but like he puts the fucking work behind it even when yeah. it's just the burbs or bachelor no, party yeah. <laughs> like he's in it oh, the big speech <laughs> at the end when he flips out on uh, on Artie he's like we're the ones looking through the windows yeah. <laughs> it's us yeah <laughs> that that disappointed me just a little bit because I, I wanted again it, it goes back to that like this would have been a very different movie than it's kind of slapsticky kind of mm-hmm. whatever it is now but I kind of wanted that implied yeah like I, I, I didn't want that to be a big speech I just want to be like well obviously you've turned into what you're and yeah. then and then it all flip flops at the end when they spoiler alert when they find all the fucking bones and shit like that yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in the trunk but that yeah. doesn't stop them from being lunatics too no yeah. not at all it's not a zero <laughs> something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean with it being like having it be a subtle thing or like a, a metaphoric thing, but I, I <laughs> having it spoon fed to me like that, I don't mind when it's like really well written. Like yeah, that. Yeah, the performance is and so it, good. Tom Hanks totally is fucking, fucking great. Is. When he come after that, sorry about all the spoilers. We're gonna jump Whatever, around all the over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's from nineteen eighty nine. After the house blows up and he comes walking out. Oh. <laughs> the physical performance of him. The stairs. The, the stairs. stairs. <laughs> that fucking blew oh, my mind up with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just, he takes all three stairs at once yeah. in the most subtle way. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> and the perfect smoke coming out of his back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. I'd love to know. I'd like there to be like a pop-up version of this movie that says yeah. how many takes. Oh, yeah. For every scene. Yeah. yeah. Like just to say, how, did they get that first try? Yeah. Or? That is so good. Or did he even tell anyone he yeah. was going to do it? Like, yeah. I'm yeah. Come out and fucking slide down these stairs. Yeah. <laughs> and how did he do it? Like, yeah, it yeah, I know. <laughs> physics. Yeah, somehow. there was a couple other things where he like fell on the ground and stuff. Where I was just like, oh, he just took a dive. Yeah, there. yeah. There's a there's a great uh, a great moment with um uh oh, who is he? I think uh, Rick Dukeman is chasing, or no, it's Bruce Dern and someone else. Anyway, the first person falls and then Bruce Dern kind of falls on him, mm-hmm. uh, and it looked like you can see the impact, and you're like, wow, that is some fucking good commitment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it the slide tackle? On, yeah, uh, yeah, the, it is. On what's his face at the end there? Yeah, yeah. That's a good takedown move. Yeah, that's uh, like, uh, oh, you tried that one out. No, yeah. no, he does it like he throws his body into a slide underneath his hip. Is like you're going to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> There's a part of me that wants to believe that every line that Bruce Dern says was thought up of Bruce Dern by Bruce Dern. At the oh, yeah. exactly. I don't yeah, think right. he knew Moment. there was a movie going. Exactly. On. <laughs> I think Bruce Dern just showed up. That, yeah. What's that, in that basement? That's, <laughs> that's another thing that I love that I find charming about this movie is uh, because like my favorite word burglar song is. Uh, uh, Oh, what's it called now? Sneaky Neighbors? Yeah. Um, and there's so many, uh, like, uh, uh, lines from the verb mm. from the verbs in that. So it's kind of funny. I was like, oh, yeah, that's from the song. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sounds like they're, or it smells like they're cooking a goddamn cat over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the line where he turns, I think it might be one of his first lines in the whole movie when they're doing their gardening out front mm-hmm. or whatever. And and, and, and he, and he he says that kid next door is a meatball. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, he nails that. Yeah. Like, he sells <laughs> I, it on every level. Well, I, yeah, because the kid is checking out his wife's yeah, ass, and yeah. he's like, "Jesus, that kid yeah. sucks." And uh, fun fact: nineteen ninety-two, he became a meatball in Meatballs Four. Oh, mm. <laughs> yeah, that Corey. is a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was looking on the trivia for this movie as well. I I came up with some stuff. So he was supposed to die. The main character. 
was supposed to be Tom killed. Hanks. Tom Hanks was was in the original script going to be killed by the doctor. Right. But then when they cast Tom Hanks, they were like, yeah. well, we can't kill Tom Hanks. Yeah, you, you don't <laughs> no kill like Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting. And there was also, I, I read some stuff about how, again, they didn't have a, a total finished script or it, uh, they were changing the script or whatever, but they shot mm. a lot of different things that were in the trunk, like dead cheerleaders or the they actually shot like dick miller and the other garbage Robert man oh, oh, really? yeah like they shot them in the in the trunk all these different like things so like it seems well, like they were you know that that was just kind of a spur of the moment with yeah. all the bones it's like it's oh, not yeah. just like a couple bones in the yeah. car yeah. Yeah. this is maximum bone capacity this yeah is fill the trunk <laughs> maximum you'll bone. find that in the bone zone too <laughs> maximum bone capacity <laughs> sorry baby i'm at maximum bone capacity yeah right <laughs> i'm gonna say that <laughs> like during sex yeah, now totally. that's gonna be your thing yeah i'm uh, at maximum bone that. capacity um yeah totally <laughs> oh i think uh, like i have to say i think my favorite moment somebody better call the cops because your trunk is full of bones yeah. <laughs> i'm filling your trunk with bones oh man uh i think my favorite moment is when he's having the freak out at the very end and he's like where are the ones and he's he's fucking flipping out and then he got fucking he's like he just had enough of it and he goes and fucking lies down on the gurney he's like take yeah. me to the hospital I'm sick and he gets up and throws the gurney into the ambulance <laughs> yeah. and then gets back on the gurney <laughs> so it's good fucking brilliant <laughs> I also read uh, that Michael Jackson did not come to the set even though he was very good friends with uh, Corey mm-hmm. but Bubbles did and apparently <laughs> well if you can't make it dude, apparently so in between monkey. takes they had to put bubbles in Corey Feldman's uh, dressing room or, or whatever and then bubbles would crap everywhere <laughs> and smear it all over and then they would have to like clean it up get him a new room or whatever and I then, heard that Corey Feldman blamed that on <laughs> bubbles <laughs> Well, yeah. you, know, you know, when I was a big Michael Jackson fan when I was a kid, I really wanted to meet him. But if I couldn't meet him, I was always, uh, my second pick was a monkey that would shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Michael. <laughs> like, But, like, why did, I was going to visit the set, like, ostensibly, what, to see so the, to my, see sorry, the production? Monkey. I was going to yeah. visit yeah, like, the set that shit have, like, in Corey Feldman's room. To give a presence, I just want an extension of me. Yeah. yeah. This is the closest thing to me. That's what I was going to do, Corey. (laughs) My favorite sequence in the entire movie is actually the sequence with the garbage man. It's it's how it opens with Dukeman running out going, Garbies! Garbies! (laughs) (laughs) It's not a word until right at that moment. But the the whole sequence with uh, those two guys are in all Joe Dante's movies. But the one guy, if you look at the Robert Picardo, he's got a rainbow. Like yeah. stitched, and if you really look close, because God knows I've seen this movie way too many times, <laughs> uh, he's got like a rainbow shirt on underneath, and he's talking all this new age, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and whatever. And you're like, you feel that there's a whole backstory yeah. written yeah, about yeah. these two garbage men yeah. that, that is is good enough not to be there. It's right. just kinda. Yeah, it's just that they're talking there. about it. And like- I swear that I still thought as a kid, I w- I was taught that. Once the garbage is down at the end of the street, it's public domain. I, I consider that sacrosanct <laughs> law now. Who knows whether it's law or not? Yeah. But I feel he, he says I it with authority. I don't think it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I was wondering that when I was watching. I'm like, like, is that true? Is that yeah. 
And then the garbage uh, truck went by outside. You're like, pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go some garbage. So oh, social find. experiment. Yeah, I love Dick Miller in this, and obviously in every one of his no, movies. No, Dick Miller's the best. In the yeah. whole, he has a really good scene where he doesn't actually say anything. I fucking went out of retirement. Yeah, I, went, I, I love know. that. Um, and I, I think they're making a movie about him, right? Yes. That guy, Did he, he died yeah, like somewhat recently. Right? Coughed up fifty bucks. For, no, I think he's, he's oh, still nice. alive, isn't he? Is he really? Oh, Pretty for some sure. reason I thought he died. Yeah, he's retired. Yeah. 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 He's retired. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's on Twitter. No, yeah. yeah. Is he, he tweeting anything? I think so, yeah. At Garby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, I'm taking it as soon as I leave this room. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Um, I, I have a question about uh, a line that, uh, that Carrie Fisher uh, says. Do you think she came up with the term tuna neck? <laughs> Why do you call somebody a tuna neck? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. And it really makes him mad. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. make me mad, too. <laughs> I have yeah. a regular human neck. Well, it's funny that fat in 1989 was Rick Dukeman. Yeah. Yeah. Fat now. We have a whole new fat. level of fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that when he was doing the whole eating scene. I was like, he's not that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're really playing up that aspect of him. Like, and they, yeah, and they bring it up more than once, and yeah. he's the fat guy. Totally. That's one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anything else about the burbs? I, I don't know. I, I the more I watch it every time it's one of those movies it's cliche to say but like you find other things to, to laugh at or, yeah. or and like you're saying with the garbage man character, I kinda like that a lot of the stuff is just there enough well, for me you to latch on to and think like, I wonder what that dude's all about but it's not necessarily rubbed some things are rubbed in your face like you're saying the, the I, stuff I, at the end. But I've yeah. seen this movie over thirty times. Yeah. And I still see stuff. Like the one when I was watching it for this uh, I noticed that there are fire extinguishers all over this freaking movie. They're yeah. everywhere. They're really? in the like places that maybe there would be a fire extinguisher there, but maybe not. But I guess they wanted to just throw in the fact that you know the other house burned down and this one's gonna blow up. Yeah. So, yeah, so right. they just like let's just put fire extinguishers yeah. in the shots. Like there's <laughs> even all over the Klopex house, which of course makes sense. Yeah. Just, there's a fire extinguisher just lying on the couch. Like it's not <laughs> in a bracket or nothing. It's just lying yeah. open on the couch and and everywhere. It's, yeah, it, it, I really like the, the Carrie Fisher saying like next she she makes reference to things that happen Everything later. That's happen. Yeah, yeah, like someone's gonna fall off the roof. On someone's gonna Lift catch on up. fire. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't uh, realize that the last time I watched it. I watched this. I was like, oh, she's right. <laughs> Yeah. I want I want to know a lot more about the hydrocephalic uh, who's brought yeah. up at the beginning and never makes it into the. Film. But I love that I love that it that it's just uh, like oh yeah that guy exists too yeah <laughs> yeah um, again again one of the the little lines that I fucking the little throwaway lines that I love and I don't know if it was in the script or not but uh, uh, Rick Dukeman's up the uh, the telephone pole. They're like, uh, for God's sakes, be careful. He's like, uh, safety's my middle name. Oh, I thought his middle name was Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just like, that's kind of out of character for, for his character, but who it's fucking cares? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too good. And why are you up there? It's, it's awfully high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mostly he has dropped the hammer like cliche, and then yeah. every now and again, he just uh -huh. backs it way the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Uh, we never talked about the Earth, the the, the universal oh, yeah. logo. I mean, people obviously mucked around with logos before yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, Polanski uh, mm -hmm. did it with vampire killers and Spielberg and whatever. Yeah. I but read that it was the first time that they ever put the logo back at the end because the movie starts mm -hmm. with the universal logo zooms right. in and then the end zooms out. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's awesome, and I like the fact that the CGI isn't perfect. And yeah. So you know something's wrong. <laughs> right at yeah. the beginning, you're like, 
I, I don't think I've ever seen the Universal logo, logo look, look like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that was probably surprised a lot of people. Oh, actually, yeah. You know? I remember the first time that I saw it, it was one of the things that, like, it super surprised me. When I first saw it on home video, I remember watching it being like, oh, it's going to go all the way in like i'd never seen like <laughs> no something maximum well, from, no. like from space all yeah. the way straight down to the house as and a kid i was like what how did they do that <laughs> i think i think having done that too sort of like helps it match the tone of like that weird sort of like you were saying burton-esque kind of thing like yeah. like where everything's just a little bit like well everything looks like the model yeah. from beetlejuice yeah and, yeah, and yeah. also the whole movie you know the this the screenwriter said that he wrote it like this was something that happened to me and then i know that tom hanks said it was the same kind of thing he knew like every street had one of those houses or whatever yeah, yeah. and i think that kind of reinforces that like it zooms in on any town yeah right. suburban and then zooms back out kind of like could be going on anywhere yeah, else yeah, around yeah. the world yeah right well, it's also the looking down on something too because you ricky butler and all of his friends treat it like a show mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah we're treating it like i mean probably some people have done a lot of these like hyper nosy and whatever yeah. things like, yeah. and yet when you're watching or... these guys do it you're like way above it you're like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at these guys you know like, yeah. so you can just but divorce then, yeah. yourself from it a year yeah. later you're like peeking over a fence or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> has anybody ever lived in the suburbs is that a I do now you do and now, I can yeah. tell you I have the Garby the full burbs Garby experience when I yeah. moved into my house um, some guy was putting in some patio and he hired like this bin like you know to yeah. garbage yeah. Sure. and then everyone just because there's a bag limit and all this kind of yeah. stuff everyone would just like drive by and just <laughs> throw their garbage oh, bag God. and the guy got super mega fucking pissed and yeah, I, fuck, I was right. sitting out on my front porch just, you're Corey you know, Feldman it I was full on <laughs> I, I'm very self aware of what I'm doing right yeah. now I had no ghetto blaster unfortunately did you call no. the pizza dude but uh, <laughs> but uh so then every, he gets super fucking pissed and starts throwing all the garbage like out of the bin yes. into the middle of the road. Just <laughs> bang on. But then there's so much garbage because a lot of people were doing that. We're doing it. Yeah. That it created a pile that you could not pass. And so people would drive up. They would stop their minivan. They would get out. They would chin stroke a couple seconds like there's no I'm not going to pick it up yeah. or whatever. And then they would get back in and they would turn around and drive somewhere else. <laughs> and so it actually like like kind of broke the street in the same way. Yeah, and, and I'm like, this could go on forever. <laughs> this is this is you're like, how long? And then the best, amazing. of course, yeah. is like then you get the one the super suburban man that would get out and go, this ain't right that the streets are yeah. blocked. And so he would throw all the garbage back in the bin uh, <laughs> it was awesome it was like I just ensuring I'm that the hilarity living, would keep going living the burbs yeah. Yeah. yeah i i didn't live in like suburb suburbs but when i was growing up i lived on like a it was a small town style street like uh with a lot of stuff like that some dogs fighting outside <laughs> like yeah. more more to like this kind of street that casey lives on like sort of you know side street toronto yeah with nice a lot, lot of trees you yeah. know not yeah. the houses aren't suburbia in the sense of they're all the same or whatever yeah. but, right but it was that kind of vibe and i do remember i don't really have any great stories but i just moving to toronto from going to college from that from living in peterborough i remember being like really taken aback by not owning the streets yeah like in peterborough i would just like walk down the middle of the street or like skateboard in the middle of the street and then For i came sure. here and be like oh i have to stay in my spot yeah. <laughs> i've generally always you grew up a, in a sunny d commercial yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, i've always Purple lived stuff. in cities so it like it's very foreign to me but i when i was uh i guess about 15 or 16 i went to uh michigan with a friend of mine and stayed 
with his family for like 10 days in this suburb of Detroit. Yeah. And um, and it was it weirded me the fuck out. And it, it, re- it really is a bizarre place. It is. Like, you know, when the people make movies about them with these weird, like, character stuff. Yeah, or like the opening of Beery, Indiana, everyone's doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah, and like <laughs> everything does look the same. And yeah. like you can you can like make your way across the whole neighborhood by through backyards. It's all like wide open yeah. and shit like that. But everything is the same. I did get turned around at one point and I didn't know where the hell you I was. You get lost. It is amazing. Because it's just like this is this is the street. No, that's the street. Yeah. No, that's the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fucking bananas. Like everything's the same color. Even, all the, you know. Even worse, when I was going to school, I was doing work terms in between so i was right. all over in the city out of the city whatever i lived in a lot of different places and there's a spot in brampton where not only is like it crazy suburban yeah like, everything's the same but all the streets begin with a, the same letter oh my god so oh, like, it's, it, it, each subdivision is a letter <laughs> and so you get oh, in there and weird. you're like if you just arrive like me and i'm like it's the one with the f and then you're like, well, yeah, yeah the one with the F, they're all. You're, 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 yeah, because yeah. that seems like that would make sense on a bigger picture. You're like, oh, all the streets are D's, so I must be in a general, I know the general area. But then when you're like in there, that's the only place that you're going to be, then you're just going to be like, oh, what street was it? Frederick or, oh, yeah. Man. Casey, did you ever? Uh, I grew up in a very small village. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where... Oh, it's a village now? Uh, it, it was it was literally a village? it's like okay. less than a hundred people. We didn't have any stores or anything. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We we cobbled so our own shoes. Uh, <laughs> did, that, did that like breed that kind of burbsy sort of attitude? Like no, we were all just on, a or? bunch of backwoods hicks. Okay. That's like we were that stereotype. Yeah. Well, see, that was the thing too. I was only in this suburb for like ten days, and so you'd, there'd be like things that we'd have to go do, or like the one you know, this family has a pool, so you can go over yeah. there and swim. <laughs> But there were like lanes you could, or ways of cutting across the yards that you couldn't do because there were like families feuding with each other and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. and, like, there was all this like, weird Politics. hate for. Like, I love, I love. Oh that. man, it was crazy. It was like it was like a grade school like, listening to these people talk about you know oh look at their fucking yard those fucking assholes yeah. over there at the fucking Johnsons. Yeah, it didn't cut their lawn it, or whatever. Yeah, it was like they, they had the. But the, I'm looking at the lawn. It's fine. I don't. know. <laughs> they just hate each other because well, like they're in, in such in this in little like well, bubble together. Thing. Like right? when you when you live in like this stultifying little. Uh, a little microcosm you just find things to hate about yeah, people because yeah. yeah. you've just seen their stupid face for too long yeah, yeah. like what's his name <laughs> in the burbs uh, with the best lawn in the, uh, in the in the in the film and Bruce Dern's really upset about it oh yeah yeah there's a throwaway thing because he has someone come in and do the lawn or whatever and, yeah, and yeah, has yeah, his yeah, dog yeah. shit on sure. someone else's lawn so Bruce one of the yeah. all time great rack focuses it's like literally on the dog, dog shit, shit. Yeah. and then it focuses <laughs> outside every every shot in this movie every like camera angle is a joke very few yeah. filmmakers do that yeah. Where, yeah. where the actual way the camera moves or the way someone comes in or out of the frame yeah. is like the joke like yeah, more yeah, than yeah. A, an actor just hamming it up or whatever i I like to try and figure out was the suburb in the burbs built up around this old clopec house that was just kind of survived yeah when it was like a rural like texas chainsaw massacre house and then all of a sudden the burbs just slowly surrounded it or or (laughs) yeah because they they make reference to somebody having lived in that house previous Uh, i'm kind of like was it that bad when they lived there yeah Yeah, i wondered that too or was there a long time i wondering this yeah Makes you want to. Th- it's weird because yeah. I don't well, yeah. think modern comedies do that. I, the no, movie makes no. you want to kind of go. Well, that was brought up, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. more yeah. out of this story. This is one of the few like weirdo comedies, and I'm like, make another story here because I yeah. like all of these characters in this weird little world. Like, yeah. lot's still there. It doesn't yeah. even have to be those characters. Like, just bring me back into this like weird pocket of totally 
you know craziness <laughs> I, i'll watch more of it yeah yeah sweet yeah no I, I i every time i watch this i like it more and 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 to what you're saying about joe dante i think that's probably why i like his movie so much because i feel like even when he's doing something that's maybe more mature like say matinee which I think is a brilliant film. It yeah, does kind of tone down that. his sort of like insane goofiness, but it is kind of still a Dante picture. He yeah. puts his fucking stamp on all of his movies. He does. He's yeah. very good yeah. with atmosphere. Like you're really like like you're really in the burbs there. Like yeah. Gremlins does a great job of like really painting that town well. Yeah. Like you yeah. really feel. I don't know. I think he just has a way of stuffing the frame in the right ways like, yeah even when you're walking through tom hanks's house at the beginning yeah and carrie fisher's off doing something the kids having breakfast and there's just like just mounds of stuff yeah like, there's there's like the i don't know the laundry room is just has chemicals and stuff all on the thing like, right. like, like, there was no corners cut with the with the production people no, yeah. Yeah. bringing yeah. stuff in but i think i think like i've always felt like that about spielberg's movies is that i always felt very comfortable in the houses that mm-hmm. that the his main characters lived in yeah because it wasn't like this perfect kind of like this perfect kitchen or perfect living room. like there was always just shit everywhere yeah yeah, yeah. like it was always very clutter. very lived in yeah yeah but absolutely. not like a busy clutter where no, you're no, like no, i don't no, like no, looking at this frame yeah it's just a real a real like a real place that someone lives yeah and you kind of go okay well then i I understand, or I could see how I I could live in that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And yeah. there's one uh, there's one other thing with the uh, there's my favorite shot in the whole movie. Single individual shot is when Bruce Dern is watching the Klopex leave for the day. Yeah, and there's this it's it's way upscale compared like it's an 80s comedy so it's yeah. not overly shot and yeah. yet this is here is like you see him in kind of the dead part of the mirror and then you've got this perfect reflection of the neighborhood and the car going yeah, yeah. like that is a motherfucker yeah. of a really shot nice. yeah. it's yeah. just kind of and it's just there there's nothing to call attention to it or anything yeah. it's just this serve that function yeah no fuss no muss yep. no. <laughs> it's really really great pretty yeah. cool yeah i love yeah. this movie yeah real nice Thanks, Burbs. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> do we need to do a what did we learn? What did, what do we need yeah, to well, all well, say? Well, we what? always do, don't yeah. we? Yeah. So. I, I learned that uh, sardines go best with pretzels. <laughs> I get, yeah. <laughs> salt and salt. Not sweet and salty. Just salt and salty. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just salt and gross fish. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, I, I, God, I don't know what I learned. I learned that I like this movie a hell of a lot more than I thought I did. <laughs> we didn't talk about uh, Henry Gibson at all. Not at all. Uh, and he's so great in this movie. He really is. Mm-hmm. I learned that uh, I was right to love Henry Gibson when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I learned that the, the pizza dude had a lot of pizzas. A lot of pizzas. Uh, that guy had a busy night. The, yeah, you need That was a, ruined. I need to get a better pizza dude because I've yeah. seen how much pizza this guy brings. Yeah. <laughs> but That's I felt like he was super late because they kept on talking about the pizza dude over and over. And every time a car was pulling up, I'm like, oh, it's the pizza. No, not the pizza dude. <laughs> I would like some pizza. I feel like you missed the point of the movie. <laughs> I was a little hungry while I was watching. I just kept it. waiting for pizza. Yeah, like, yeah. That does sound good. Thanks, Corey Feldman. <laughs> On your rewatch, did you? Oh, learn? I learned that a man's furnace is his own business. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very well put. It's the one uncrossable line. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the, the 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 there's like it's almost like a hood or like a ship's ornament. Like oh a yeah, woman. yeah. The mask like that, head. That yeah. furnace yeah. is really. <laughs> I yeah. want that first. So great, <laughs> super cool. Um, oh man! Yeah. Well, you know what? We, uh, we were looking at the Corey Feldman character, who is the observer in this uh, film, and uh, so uh, us being the observers of the film, 
trying to model him in the his hair metal yeah, hair what, what and would his he have been shiny jackets. That, huh? I was going to say, well, what album's kind of... Well, he what's puts he on listening an, to an, an album boombox? at one point and plays some air guitar right yeah, off the top. Yeah. I uh, thought it was cool that he had a compact disc player, not a cassette player. That's right. Yeah. Hey, time so marches it, on. Yeah, yeah it's, true. it's true. They are the future, compact yeah. discs. Uh, so we decided to give a little listen to uh, a big debut album from 1989. Yeah. I was shocked that this was their first, really, in 89. Yeah. Because it's so good. Because <laughs> they oh, just God. hit the ground running. Yeah. Skid Row by Skid Row. January 89, so yeah. a month before whatever. Right. This is all, it could have been what he was listening to. Yeah. Um, no, just that it's, it's certainly what I was listening 89, to. like, it just feels like this train is like, on its way out. Already over, you know. Uh, Nirvana's coming around. It's, no, man. Like, I mean, hair metal kept happening, like, well into the, the kind of, not mid-90s, but... Well, people uh, kept... Yeah, it kept on getting shoved down your throat. That's why things like Ugly Kid Joe happen and stuff. Yeah, but, right. And but, were mistaken for grunge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just be... They're, <laughs> like, this This is the last shot of having this be, like, big radio. Because, like, yeah. Mot- Motley Crue... Like, everyone... It was this all over. Is, this, these guys are just... Motley Crue, like it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so similar that it's yeah. It's yeah. Like he even Motley, does the Axl Rose, uh, yeah, yeah, things, you know, like, yeah. No, it's just what yeah, it's like doing? Motley Crue meets GNR. Just it yeah, was yeah. they were from the other side of the two years yeah. before this, right? Yeah, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. Appetite's eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Now, and we listened to uh, Motley Crue's "Girls, Girls, Girls." Yeah, in, that feels like no. When, when I hear this y- album, that's yeah. The what album. You hear? That I think of, yeah, yeah. it's it's not dissimilar. It's, <laughs> I, I, I will say that this album is better than Motley Crue's "Girls, Girls, Girls." Yeah, I, I'll, I'll although say I, I do like Motley Crue much more than I Skid Row. This, the, this like, is less blues rock yeah. and boring, right? Right. This, uh, this whole this genre, genre though. This, it is all this the same. Album is, could I had never one heard this album. Long yeah. song. It really is. Yeah. I listened to it a bunch of times, and I kept on going like. Remember this song, so I know that something is different from the <laughs> yeah. other. I just and know one of them starts with an acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah. That's the only different yeah. thing. And like this, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah this is good. So I, I, that song started playing, and then I turned it off and went and started playing it on my guitar. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, remember? Yeah, yeah, like because this is so in your wheelhouse, and so like so <laughs> outside of my soul. wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I didn't listen to anything like this when I was young, and and I've only really had to experience it through like us talking yeah, about this yeah. kind of stuff. But yeah, I I listened to stuff like this when I was young, but not this. Yeah, the, the, so exactly it doesn't where have I'm any... coming from. I don't think I had heard. Anything on this album no. except for the Youth Gone Wild? Yeah, I knew song. that, and I knew eighteen and life. Um, and yet, I feel like I listened to a lot of stuff around it for sure. But, but, but I was done with this, this stuff by eighty nine. This was insanely, like, in, insanely popular. Oh, huge! Album. Like, yeah, millions it was. upon millions yeah. upon. Yeah. Well, they, Five did, did they copies. ever have another hit after this album? Like, this is the first no, one. And, like, no, they are in a, the. They're in the hair metal, you know, fucking... Pantheon? Yeah. Yeah. Them and Poison. Like, all these bands that really did establish careers throughout the 80s. These guys came in at the end, and I guess it is... I don't know. It's pretty good for that stuff, but I don't have any attachment to it. It got... But I always had this image of, like... I thought Skid Row was, like, a a little bit harder version of I thought they were a punk band because... I thought they were a punk band because there was a... I can't remember. This is such a vague memory, but I think in, like, one of the early Bad Religion albums or something, there was something in a liner note, or maybe it was another punk band that was, like... Because they were kind of getting up poppier or something, and yeah. some, in one of the punk bands' liner notes, they were like, "If you don't like our album, then or something like, sorry, you don't like it, then just go 
go shoplift the most recent Skid Row album or something. Oh, so in my I think head, I was like, facetious. Yeah. But in my head, as a kid, I was like, oh, that must be like Skid Row. Skid, yeah, yeah. Like Thanks for the tip. Punk rockers or something. <laughs> and then I listened to it and I was just like, no. No, probably, probably not. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but this album got good reviews on. It did. It, it got very good reviews. On Wikipedia. Well, I guess this all music review is not good. It says that melodies and songwritings that are pretty consistent. <laughs> That's the good review. Uh, it, yeah, consistent in that it's all the same banal, uh, boring bullshit. Yeah. I think this. There's I think guitar-wise, uh, it takes less. Pretty clever sex metaphors in there. Oh, yeah. this it, it like it's the fucking epitome of a shitty album written by a dumb fucking twelve-year-old. Yeah, like going through the lyrics of this thing. The, listening to this again really bummed me out. You yeah, guys, yeah, well, it you, really yeah, did. Yeah, I'm I was sorry, bummed man. me out too, and I don't think I had heard it before. <laughs> so. I think the guitars take less from like a Motley Crue, where they 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 are. Bluesy. Generally, a little standard bluesy kind of bullshit. Yeah. And this almost takes a little more from like Judas Priest and like sure. really watered down Iron Maiden and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's the lyrics and fucking Sebastian Bach. That guy yeah. sucks. Yeah, he's the worst. Um, so yeah, lyrically listening to this, I was just kind of like, because I love this album, man. Like this album was a fucking huge part of my childhood. What did a song like Big Guns mean to you when you were a kid? Oh, it, it was like, <laughs> oh my God, I think sex is something. Yeah. <laughs> if I understand correctly, sex is a thing yeah, that yeah. happens to people. And th- this seems to be implying that yeah, in yeah. some way. It, That's it all I need. Even now I'm like, so she's got so, some big guns. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pointed at my heart. Oh, ah, she's, she's pointing her boobies at his heart. Okay, bang, bang. Yeah. So, oh. this, <laughs> so this was the this was the album that definitively taught you. Yeah. Metaphor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The first time Casey tried to have sex, he was just like, okay, now put them on my heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> now I think you're supposed to shoot me with your boobs. I can't continue until you point those at my heart. Yeah. 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 One's pointing towards my elbow. How am I supposed to go down in flames? If, yeah. Uh, oh. and because my f- life is a battle and love is war. No, but. not life. That life. This is my favorite. What uh, does he say? Like is a battle love is war is that what he says that's what he says is he an idiot he's a fucking 12 year old that's that line for me when I was a kid I was like yeah man that's like is a battle cause I like no, Stacy yeah <laughs> and that's totally I think, I think I wanna fight her I don't know <laughs> that is, you sing that in a different way and that's not a terrible spinal tap yeah, like, well, a bit that's, of lyrics like yeah, yeah. it's just clever enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's but just, I don't think they intended it so much. Not yeah. at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. and no, that's no, why no. fucking spell tab is so brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah fair enough. Uh, oh. So, so that's that's big guns. There's like a. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, with, oh. I'm with Kurt. I couldn't fucking discern any uh, uh, <laughs> no, uh, any man. of these. Well, except- especially since you sent it out as a continuous. Yeah. That didn't help. On the YouTube. <laughs> it was just one. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, one big track. track. Yeah. yeah, I only. 39 minutes of I just remember this. that there was a bunch of songs like Big Guns. And, and then was I Remember You, the, the ballad? I remember you yeah. the ballad, And then yeah. there was a ballad that I was like, well, this probably has a music video. Because it like yeah. emotional yeah. metal music video. And I went and I found it and it did. <laughs> Um, my my favorite thing I think on the whole thing is uh, "18 in Life," which I think was the first single. Yeah. Um, and was was pretty well received. Sure. Uh, it, it was written by Snake Sabo, who Snake is the guitar Sabo. player. <laughs> I totally wanted a fucking nose ring attached to my earring. By the way, <laughs> when I was a kid, cause yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, um, he wrote uh, he wrote this song. Uh, it's about a kid who accidentally he he read a, a newspaper article about a kid who accidentally shot his friend who had a gun and accident didn't know okay. the gun was loaded. Accidentally shot his friend, 
And then the song is, it's all about like, uh, you know, Ricky was a young boy and he was an alcoholic, but also he had these problems and this. I'm just like, you did not get all of that from a newspaper article. <laughs> like, there's just some weird revisionist history to this. Yeah. And then it's just like, you know, he married trouble, had a courtship with a gun, something about the bottle being your best friend. I'm like, now you're just throwing in like these like shitty watered down metal Fucking yeah, yeah, like tropes. That well, there you have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it really bothered me. I can yeah. imagine because, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have lots of albums where I thought they were the shit when, I, and then yeah, you think yeah. back to it now. I'm like, nah, I don't oh, know if I ever want to yeah, listen to that good. again. Yeah, I want to remember it. Yeah, like I want to remember, remember just it. having nah. fun listening to it. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like this album was like formative for me. Well, <laughs> you I don't can have know. an album like this be formative if like it. You know, if what you went to afterwards, it you know shows I mean? you've grown. Yeah, you've I'm gonna go back progress. on all my lyrics and see. <laughs> yeah, and see if I've got if I've got uh, any lines like uh, "She's a sweet little cheese while the cat's away." <laughs> I do just want to. What read does that mean? The opening well, is he a mouse in that or a cat? I think he might be a rat because okay. that rhymes with cat. Yeah. It does. Oh, uh, write so that down. Write the, that down. Uh, is, yeah, cat the, rhymes with rat. Is yeah. the rat in a relationship with the cat, and then when the cat goes? Away, the cat like, goes away. Then, cheese. then the cheese, which is lady, yeah. and it's sweet cheese. La- mm-hmm. Well, most ladies are sweet cheese. Oh, I gotta <laughs> check out the sweet cheese on her. Uh. Oh, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> I have to stop podcasting forever now. Yeah, um, I just want to. I just I, I I have to read the opening lyrics to Big Guns for okay. everyone because it's wonderful, wonderful yeah. poetry for the listeners that have never heard In this. In case movie, you don't know, I tell them now not mm-hmm. to. <laughs> yeah, Big Guns by. Skid Row. Yeah, read it real serious. <laughs> she was a ballerina on a subway train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still heels and a candy cane. Sure, she uh-huh. had a candy cane. She had a candy cane yeah. on the subway train. Heels, yeah. And yeah, she's heels on a ballet dancer and on a yeah. subway. So that's and holding a, a sharpen. I assume it's sharpen because, yeah. like, you know, when you suck on a candy cane, yeah, you get the sharpen. Yeah, yeah, you got to break down to a point. Asking for trouble. Yes, looked like a number on a station wall, yeah. hot on the tails of, of a social, social call. call. I wet my lips. I thought I had it made like Valentino with a hand grenade. Yeah, you know. Because <laughs> Valentino is like, he's like a famous lover. But imagine how much better he could love you with yeah. a hand grenade. I made my move with my libido on. That doesn't make sense. He had a boner. <laughs> she circled once. Ball, such a drop the ball. Oh, big guns pointed at my heart. Yeah. Look those titties at me. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I don't even know. So it's ostensibly a song about a sexual predator. <laughs> well, yeah. having an uh, encounter on a subway car. No, because she circled once in the drop the ball. Roller skate. What? <laughs> the next verse starts with, I met a sidewalk preacher on a roller skate. Okay. Skate too. The question yeah. is, where did, where's the other skate? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is the preacher on the roller skate or is he? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. He, said he, he <laughs> had the key the to heaven's gate. Yeah. Wait for the movie. Because I've been there before. He's been there before. I know that. See, in here it says life is a battle and love is a war. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I, like, I like your version better. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, because I, I had, like, again, I had the album and it so had all you the could have the lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just got the internet here. Oh, man. Yeah, this song yeah, is pretty I wonderful. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the. Uh, 
street preacher on a roller skate has to do with anything. Yeah, and I want to well, know if he was on the roller skate or not. Yeah, Is that why the priest was like meeting, like saw him movie. and was like, "Hey, you need help. <laughs> you, <laughs> you only got one roller skate. Roller what skate. movie is he supposed to wait for? Heaven's Gate. It's not very good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a big money loser. <laughs> <laughs> They're referring to the movie yeah. Heaven's Gate. <laughs> well, he likes grenades. He likes bombs. He's yeah, going right. to see Heaven's Gate. <laughs> right. oh, Might like Christopher Walken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hated this album. Yeah, oh, I can't man. remember anything about it. That's about. <laughs> I just listened to this thing and 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 I I think nothing in this genre is for me. No, I, I think you're. I think you're right. I haven't heard anything yet. I could. The, I, like, I, what is what does this mean? I'm sorry. I'm still <laughs> reading lyrics here. What does this mean? I'm doing time as a backseat Romeo. Yeah. Okay. Playing solitaire with my hands in the air. Mm-hmm. Cannot do. No. Unless uh, you're using your nose to move the cards. You could be night. playing it on your phone. Yeah. Okay. Another <laughs> night and no bullets to spare. Okay. That's it. That's the end of okay, that. Okay, so he's in a, he's a Romeo he's in a backseat. backseat Romeo playing Maybe. solitaire with his hands in the air, no bullets to spare. Okay, so backseat Romeo, he could be... I feel, is he jerking off in the backseat of his car? Oh, a cab? Now he's, oh, is that playing and, solitaire? And now he's all out of sperm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but why are his hands in the air? Yeah, well, how, yeah, well, he's got oh, he's jerking yeah, yeah. up with Drive. his feet. <laughs> no, Casey, his mind. Ah, oh, mind yeah. jerk. <laughs> or his hands are in the. He's finished. He's drying them off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got no bullets to spare. Oh my god, and no sweet cheese. And this maybe, was popular. Maybe he was just drained or something yeah. in the hospital he there was a whole problem oh, yeah. down there he had to go get some work done yeah. I don't he's getting understand. the cab home yeah. it's kind of dirty yeah. hands and I don't want to touch nothing <laughs> uh, I got nowhere with those big guns I'm going to yeah. go uh, masturbate in the back of this cab <laughs> see unlike the burbs I don't want to know any no, of this yeah all of these stories they finished per the song ended and I was like no more please <laughs> no, no, please be done yeah Oh, well, Lord. is 40 minutes a long time for an album, or is that a short album? That depends the on the album. This no, one, in the yes. 80s. It, it's, no, 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 but it, it felt like, okay, 40 you guys only stuck about, me with you know, mercifully minutes short, minutes really. Then, oh, this yeah. album, it wasn't like it got to the end, and I was like, oh, fucking A, right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like 40 minutes is kind of a standard middle-of-the-road, yeah, yeah. like, full-length album. Yeah. Because like, you get, like, ones that are, like, 27 or whatever. You're like, I think this might just be an EP, but once sure. you cross over 30 or 40. Yeah. Yeah, but this one definitely felt longer than 40 <laughs> for me. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No good. No. Oh, one one thing that, that I did find kind of hilarious and yeah the song making a mess which i don't know what it's about oh but I, there that, is a I, line that's i wanted to look up the lyrics of that yes please go ahead uh the, there's a line where he's talking about he's talking about someone who beats his wife or something and he's like he did some talking with the back of his hand and then he goes smack <laughs> he just says it <laughs> and i'm like you know what you're terrible but that oh, was all right fuck me man yeah this is one i, I was kind of like i don't understand what's going on uh, in this song, with the whole like, uh, make it, don't if you make a mess out of me, you'll yeah. What, what, what is what, it? Uh, every decade, does every decade have like just this ultra distilled album, which is just kind of the most generic version of that? Like, is, oh, I think every genre eventually gives over. Like, to like that. what's what's the '90s version of this album? Uh, is Coldplay the, 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 the I was thinking. Oh, I feel like yeah, I feel the, like Coldplay, uh, is Coldplay the or like Nickelback call. or something like that. Kind of just yeah, yeah. Okay, Dude, explain this to me. You're you're better off dead than making than a making a mess of me. Yeah. So like, is, is he gonna like? <laughs> the person is a, is, is affecting him emotionally and or, yeah, probably just like this person is is. 
bad for him emotionally. So instead of yeah. allowing himself to be hurt by this person, he's just going to murder them. Yeah, what's making a mess? Like, what? What's that? A twisting him up for? Getting him all stressed out. And at the end, he's getting him all stressed out. You're getting me all stressed out. <laughs> I'll here. kill you. <laughs> That's the original draft of the song. It's called Get Getting Me All Stressed, stressed out. out. Smack. Yeah. Smack. <laughs> In parentheses. But the end of the song, he has a little like talk thing, and he's like, make a mess out of me, and it'll be the biggest mess you, you ever, ever made. You ever made, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why? Why? If you he... make a mess of me, I guarantee you. You'd be better be... off dead, but if you do, it's going to totally fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that. I think I think they finished, for, they pressed stop on that, on that track, and he was like, I'm Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Keep that up. No, they pressed stop and he was like, hey, hey, hey. oh, wait. <laughs> like I said that right. I don't know what that means. Oh, well, print. Uh, yeah, exactly. I got yeah. uh, I got to go buy a longer chain um, for my but notes. Was this, was this album like a massive hit because no one oh, man. parsed the lyrics? I get, well, no, People were like, you just, could get that away played with fine this on the radio. It was just yeah. there. You can still get away with yeah, this. Yeah, this isn't, you know, specific to Skid Row. No, yeah. Like, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, they all have some retarded lyrics, like really retarded. It's it's all just what what yeah. rhymes with what and yeah. what like sounds what's sexual. the coolest. Well, no, I see. I never. I was listening to it, so I didn't yeah. get down to the reading stage. But now that you read them out, I feel like every lyric there is something that oh, Harry yeah. Crumb would say. Yeah, like, with, with <laughs> emphasis. Yeah. Oh. Um, a piece of shit. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, did you go to many other? Skid Row albums? No, no. The 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 one that came out after this, and I don't remember what it was, but uh, it, it was just fucking awful. Yeah. So okay. I was like, uh, I think, and I, and I think I'd outgrown them by that point. Yeah. yeah. Like again, I don't know why they're st- like this album. I guess everyone loved it because you can't be as big as they are yeah. by g- t- being your, your debut being eighty nine. Like this yeah. is the end of the fucking party. Yeah, mm-hmm. Motley Crue's not selling like they used to. You know, GNR they made a transition in the '90s with the app, the, uh, the Use Your Illusions. Right? Yeah, they got away from this whole thing because I don't know. I guess they were smart. <laughs> Either that or <laughs> when too much did, cocaine. When like, get me some strings. Like Alice in Chains and all that. That that's. I don't know. You guys would. I, sorry? I mean, Pretty uh, Hate Machine would have been out. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like, way um, that's underground started. right But I mean, that's now, the like transition. That's, what, I'm asking, that's what's going to take like, over. Because I always think of like the early Alice in Chains album. Is it a metal album? Is it? A, it's they kind, are of a, kind of like metal. You can kind of yeah. play that in yeah, any yeah. way yeah. you want to look at but it. Leans but it's on way better. Really different themes. It, it, well, it, it eventually it's becomes way better. But they've they've always been kind of. But well, it started to become more about heroin and shit like that. And they've always been like Alice in Chains have always been a little bit spotty. I think like they've never had a full album like. I think Dirt is the closest they've ever had to come to a full album that's great. Like, Facelift has some fucking awesome stuff on it, but it also has some wankery, really horrible stuff. That's that's when I started to kind of, it started really to kind good. of lose yeah, it for that's me. When I tuned out. It, it's because like it was EP. more Jerry Cantrell, I think. Yeah. Like, he had more control. Yeah, that other I just EP don't like they did, Zap, that one's really good. I like that one. Uh, it's all, it's, yeah, it's good. But again, it's, they've always been kind of spotty, but but I think oh, that yeah. they, but they, did they exist in the 80s? Yeah, um, uh, at well, the very end of the 80s. Right at the end. Right yeah. Not yeah. with so recorded material, though. No. So were they no. a part of what it transitioned to? That, 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 yeah. Well, that to me feels like some kind of turning. Yeah, point there's definitely a thing. I mean, But I don't think it was 90. It was later. Band, a so, later. Like fucking Skid Row. Then the second album, Slave to the Grind, is in yeah. 91 when like shit it's is terrible. changing. And like the lead-off track is called Monkey Business. Yeah. yeah. you know. I remember that came out, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, I'm so over monkeys right <laughs> now. Well, I mean, in the space of two years, you had you already been and turned then, on to Nirvana. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know. well, that's what had happened. Yeah, 
And then, the, then the next album isn't until '95. You know. Yeah. Well, nobody cared anymore. They could take their time. Subhuman race. Oh. He put I, a sub oh. on there. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how many boobs are there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many boobs do subhumans <laughs> got? Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I don't. I don't have anything <laughs> else to say about this album. <laughs> Yeah, I think the last time. I'm about impressed this. you got 15 minutes of that <laughs> yeah. album. I'm really impressed. Jesus. All right. Yeah, should we Should we head on? I got to uh, get away from this album. Yes, yeah. please. Get it. Get back in the glory. All get right. it. Get it. <laughs> oh, here we are. <laughs> oh, Casey's feet are back. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, Great. Missed yeah, them. you know what, guys? I missed them. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I got them. <laughs> Only one roller skate. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got two feet and one roller skate. <laughs> Somebody write that down. <laughs> I can smell a hit. <laughs> no, just your feet. <laughs> oh, my God. Jerks. Holy moly. Kurt, thank you for joining us yeah, and going thanks. on this. Uh, thank you for listening to Skid Row. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, and we are terribly sorry yeah. for the Skid Row. <laughs> yeah. Anything, uh, it's uh, anything? more than made up for with the burbs. So. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. I'm glad anything I got to, plug? to watch it. Uh, well, I can I can plug my own website. Yes, you can go to Road yeah. Three, check out the Cinecast. Which, yeah. uh, looking at the runtime of your show right here, our show is way longer. Yeah, <laughs> 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 and that you can spin that as a whatever. But mm. uh, yeah, so uh, Road Three dot com and, and yeah. What do you think? You're better than us? <laughs> <laughs> just, just full <laughs> bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, row three was just uh, redesigned, right? Yeah, we we just uh, so that website that no one has been to is right. is now looks totally different yeah. <laughs> yeah. when you didn't go to it. Yeah. Um, but I uh, saw yeah. all the redesign. I saw the middle. You redesign saw the, then, the, the yeah. This was a redesign in public. It was yeah. just like we're just gonna throw this on and <laughs> see, see what, what people think of what it looks like. But it it's. We we've settled on kind yeah. of a beige velour kind of uh, yeah you know, you know leisure suit right at the moment. So <laughs> I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, yeah and I yeah. definitely want to say you do one of my favorite things online right now, which is you do your videos where you show your kids movies. Oh, I should, oh I should man, plug that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we haven't done the burbs. I don't know how we haven't done that, but yeah, uh, yeah we've done about twenty. 20- Seven yeah. of those, and totally. Well, I get weird looks because <laughs> I take my kids to films that are not kids' films. Or yeah. like we went to see the Magnificent Ambersons on Mother's Day, like, <laughs> or whatever. It's like, and oh, Road Warrior, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, but yeah, my son and I, we we snuck them into the light box to see the Road Warrior because it was. Rated. I bought him an adult ticket, and yeah, right me on, and man. some other guy just said uh, we had to do this ourselves in the eighties. But yeah, now yeah. Uh, we'll sneak you in, and yeah, we. Yeah, did I the, saw yeah, the Road Warrior when I was like six or something. Yeah, right, absolutely. That's how right I feel. On, I feel Get in I there. I feel uh, like no, no problem whatsoever. Yeah, and you so. like that one, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He, I, so I watched the, the video for that. I seemed to latch onto the humor of it, which I thought was cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have a few more of those uh, for those coming. It'll probably be Danny awesome. Boyle's Sunshine next. So. Oh, nice! Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, um, is that just on? That's just on row three, right? Or is that on? It's on Twitch. Twitch. Uh, so it goes up on there. Most most of my more like interviews and and that kind of writing is yeah. is, is over on Twitch, and then the 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 
us goofing off and swearing <laughs> and and talking about big guns. It's all on row three. So uh, yeah. Sweet. Now, when are you gonna give your kids their first copy of Skid Row? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, that is a, that is an yeah. interesting question. Well, yeah. when when they when they get to that age where they start becoming curious about sex, just give them this album yeah. and just go. This is basically it. I don't need find to yourself, talk. Just, yeah. Here, yeah. listen to this. Find yourself a sweet cheese, yeah. and you'll be fine. You know what I'm doing right now, and what? I'm really enjoying it. I'm deleting Skid Row from my phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I, I, yeah. I can imagine. Look at you, Look at I'm you go. I'm going to go delete the history of me being on YouTube listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> one, one view less. One view, just yeah. Like, <laughs> I just want to take my view back. Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, well, if you want to find more Time Bandits, you can go online and visit us at ModernSuperior.com and find us and all of the other Modern Superior shows. Or you can go to Facebook.com slash Time Bandits Podcast. Or hit us up on Twitter at Time Bandits Pod. And that's how you can find all of us. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So any final remarks? Oh. No. As per usual, we have no sign-off. No. Yeah. Enjoy the rest food. of your day, listener. Yeah.